Hi Goddess, welcome. Welcome to a space of exploration for remembering and invoking the wildness you have within you. On this podcast, we aim to reopen the treasure chest of feminine goodness that we all have within us, however buried, dusty or battered. Through conversations with amazing humans, we will liberate and reroute our wild side, truly becoming a goddess of the wild. Hello, beautiful beings. Welcome back. Thank you for joining me again. I am recording this and hopefully releasing this on the 7th of December 2022 whilst I look up at the beautiful full moon I can see her lights coming through my window as I'm recording this I felt like this was something I wanted to mark on my calendar this year I always try and live to an extent with the cycles of the moon, with an understanding of the moon's effects on us as humans, on the earth, on species. But I decided it was about time that I did a little bit more research into this. I love learning, as you may have worked out by now. And it felt like this was the perfect time, the last full moon of a year, to dive into a bit more about the tales we are told about the moon and how much of it is truth, how much of it is myth and how much of it maybe we are rejecting because it is hard to understand that it's not necessarily tangible. There's not a reason why. So I have spent my afternoon doing some research The glorious full moon is shining so brightly and she has been for a few hours now. So in honour of her, I have been looking into all sorts of things about the moon, the full moon and various considerable factors in her cycles. I am not going to talk that much about today's transit of the moon, what that means. I feel like I would like to leave that up to people who have studied the zodiac more, studied astrology more. And also, I want this to be more of a record about the moon rather than her current point, if that makes sense. Now, like most people, I kind of understand to a point certain things about the moon. I understand that there is some link between her and the menstrual cycle. That I have been told stories about operations and changing in how many midwives are on a ward during the full moon. I have heard about the tides and the effects the moon has on the tides, and I have also heard about changes in sleep. I know these things, and I've heard of them, and I've researched them on various levels. I also understand the link between the lunar cycle 
and our calendar months. The lunar cycle at current is around 27 and a half days. Our months tend to be <laughs> 30 odd days. It's no coincidence that the modern calendar we see now has some sort of influence from both the menstrual cycle and the lunar cycle. So let's dive in a little bit deeper. We'll go generally with the moon first and then dive into the full moon. The moon is the Earth's only natural satellite. We only ever see one side of it. So the Earth and the moon are in something called tidal locking, which means that they rotate in synchronicity, um, meaning that we only ever see one side of the moon. And it wasn't until cameras and we, that we were able to document the other side of the moon because it is not visible from Earth. On the moon's surface, there is a, well, there's a really thin atmosphere, so a layer of dust can sit undisturbed for centuries. When we look at the moon, we see the craters and dips and troughs. That is from, most likely, planets or asteroids knocking, crashing against each other. And because of the atmosphere on the moon, we get to see these indentations for centuries to come. Now, the temperatures on the moon vary wildly. On the side, which is uh, looking at the sun, the sunny side, the moon can have highs of 134 degrees Celsius, whilst on the night side, the dark side of the moon, it can be minus 153 Celsius. Now, those two are at the same time. <laughs> they can have that duality, which I think is incredible. The gravitational pull of the moon caused the tides of the oceans, which most people know but also what I didn't realize this also causes rock to rise and fall in the same way within the earth so the solid surface of earth is moving several centimeters with each tide so there's a little bit about the moon in general now I want to dive into the full moon now, I did a lot of research and I read quite a few studies, tried to make sure I was using reliable sources. <laughs> I felt like I was slightly back at school. And I've also drawn some of my own conclusions. So I'll try and make it clear what is things that I've read and what are things that I have interpreted. Um... I'm posing things as questions rather than stating truths. So we as humans are made up of 70% water. 
part of our blood is made up of 80% water. Therefore, it is easy to come to the conclusion that the moon impacts us. It is thought that around the full moon, emotions are pulled to the surface. We were talking about that gravitational pull, which causes the tides. It's thought that emotions also are pulled to the surface. Now, this links to uh, the understanding of water signs in astrology to be emotional signs. Cancer, which rules the moon, is a water sign. Yeah, this is quite interesting. And it's also thought that we are actually being affected and influenced by the subtle changes in the Earth's magnetic fields that occur with the moon phases. So with the magnetic fields and the gravitational pull uh, affecting the tides, the salt water of the oceans causes the Earth's magnetic field to fluctuate. It is proven that this affects our alpha brainwave activity. Now our alpha brainwaves are what influences our creativity. They help us absorb new information and they also induce calmness. So if it has been proven that the salt water from the ocean affecting the magnetic fields causes an effect to our alpha brainwave activity, then it is no surprise that we can come to the conclusion that the moon affects our emotions. Because if we are losing a sense of calmness, creativity and unable to absorb information, all of those things are changes in our mental state. In a study, it is considered that on a whole we get 30% less sleep at the full moon. I would also like to add in here that if you think about babies... They cry when they are tired. That's one of the reasons they cry, right? As adults, as any human, we still feel that change in our ability to function when we are tired. So if we are receiving 30% less sleep at the full moon, then of course that has a knock-on effect. Now, a fact which astounded me in terms of the amount of belief and backing that the moon's effect has on us as a theory was the statistic that 81% of mental health professionals believe the full moon can make people ill. Now, whether that is due to the fact that we are getting a lack of sleep or because our alpha brain waves are being affected or maybe there is this emotional connection. Maybe it's to do with the astrological side of it in terms of our where our zodiac placement is and the signs the moon is moving through. 81% of mental health professionals believe the full moon can make people ill. I find this really interesting when you look at the word lunatic. That word 
stems from the idea of the moon causing changes in people's mental state. Lunatic. Whether that comes with fiction or whether there is some truth in that. Talking about sleep, it is thought that during the full moon we get decreased amount of deep sleep and increased amounts of REM latency. This was quite hard for me to get my brain around um, in terms of what latency means in respect to the gap between deep sleep and REM sleep. It's thought that people who are female sleep less and have less REM during the full moon, whereas men have more REM. Now, that's in a 2015 study that that was done. So it's a little bit old, but that was quite interesting as well because it shows that there is a different effect in both the biological sex of someone when born and how that has an impact on how the moon affects you. Another study which I thought was so interesting is about the effects the lunar cycle has on people with bipolar. Now, bipolar disorder um, studies with the moon are quite small at the moment, but it's an increasing kind of area of study because in a study, it was seen that the circadian pacemaker which is a nerve system, synchronised with lunar patterns within bipolar disorder sufferers. So this caused change in sleep. Again, we are going back to that very well-known fact. And it was this change in sleep which triggered shifts from depression symptoms to manic symptoms, mania symptoms within bipolar disorder sufferers. In a 2013 study, there was links made between blood pressure and the full moon. So blood pressure dropped in healthy uh, male, I think it was sports people. It dropped five millimetres HG during new and full moon. And it is thought from the process of that study in 2013 that you are more physically efficient during full and new moons. That to me is so interesting because it makes a lot of sense. At the full moon, we are in a way gaining more lights. And in astrology, the moon cycles, the new and the full moon are times to bring in or close aspects of your life. It's that new year energy, that birthday energy. And I think that to me makes sense of why we maybe are more physically efficient during those times. Why our mental states can change. I also did a bit of research. I read a really interesting essay 
by Margarita Arminia Cassini. Cassani? <laughs> I have definitely just butchered her name massively. But it was a beautiful essay about medical astrology. And she talks about how even in the 18th century, during the Renaissance period, doctors used to have to study astrology before attending medical school or university. It was important that that learning about the stars, about the zodiac, about the moon was there before partaking in learning about the body, about operative skills. And there was a quote within it which I really loved. He who does not understand astrology is not a doctor, but a fool. And really, the link between astrology and science um, is a lot more intrinsically there than people believe now because we have tried to separate them and demand that one is considered myth and folklore and one is considered the truth. Whereas actually, astronomy and astrology used to be studied together and so did astrology and science. Medicine. These things used to be coherent, they used to be together. Because it is a way that we can make sense of things. Now that essay was so interesting and went into a lot of detail about medical astrology. And it's really made me consider how maybe the use or the employment of an astrologer when you are trying to plan surgery for yourself or if you are a doctor to plan surgery, how useful that might be. I could go on forever about the moon. But I thought these were just very interesting little facts for coming into the last full moon of 2022. I thought I would finish by saying the full moon is a great time for giving gratitude and also manifesting. And in my research, I was looking through my book, The Woman's Circle by Anushka Florence. And I read this and I wanted to share the full moon is a time to pause. Midway through the month, we are guided by the light of the moon to stare up into the night sky and to connect to what she is shining back to you. What is she asking you to see? This is such a potent time to gather, to really allow yourself to tune into the messages she is sending you. The moon is full and is longing to communicate with you. What a beautiful little summary about the power of the full moon. And there is a part of me which feels like 
the beauty of those words, the magic of those words, doesn't exist alongside this very factual um, documentation of the moon. But that is a learning which has come about more recently. The magic of those words and the facts about the moon actually deserve to be fully alongside each other, taught in the same breath. Because they are one in the same. They are all part of the same study, of the same body. I really hope you've enjoyed learning a little bit more about the moon alongside me today. I have loved hearing her wisdom. invite you to take a few moments to give gratitude for this year or maybe just this last lunar cycle you to walk into 2023 with a little bit more understanding and reverence towards the moon and our effects on us because when we learn this information how can we ever truly believe that we should be living separately and without knowledge of the moon. Thank you so much for listening. Sending so much love. Bye.